following are the words of Noel DiGirolamo, president of the Suffolk County Police Benevolent Association. Police officers are already being targeted for assassination. Releasing their personal information to criminals will only further endanger them. Stand with law enforcement. Defend the police. The following radio show is live, except for the announcement you're hearing right now. Welcome back to Your Island Live with your host, Tom Shalero on 103.9 LI News Radio. And once again, welcome back as we're moving right along on our midweek edition. Now, as promised, we have, as he is every Wednesday, Frank McKay, breaking it down with Frank McKay at the 2 o'clock hour. But, uh, and I'm from my research, Frank is going to be one of the, if not the only, from what I understand, one of the, if not the only, let me st- let me stay with that, uh, local news officials, because uh, as we know, Frank is with us every uh, uh, every uh, t- uh, every uh, every day at two o'clock on this uh, radio broadcast on one hundred three point nine. That is actually uh, heading over to the uh, trouble spot of the world, and that's the Ukraine and and what the Russians are doing over there to uh, get some information and to uh, uh, broadcast back. I know the radio stations in Florida and the radio stations here in New York will be picking all of this up. This is an unbelievable news story, uh, and that to have Frank McKay on the ground over there is absolutely fantastic. And uh, again, uh, I'm going to go along with that. Hey, Frank McKay, how are you, my friend? Doing good, Tom. Thanks for having me. Frank, is that? Do you think I'm I'm right about that? That you would be really the only local uh, person on any news organization from here in Nassau and Suffolk County that um, may have boots on the ground over there uh, when you leave tomorrow? You know, I didn't think of it until you uh, until you said it, but it's it's a possibility. And uh, the thing is, if anyone knows of anyone else, let me know. I'll 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 keep it in mind. I'm I'm flying blind. And uh, in a sense, and I, you know, originally was going over to Poland and try to get in through the uh, the Polish border. But things have, have changed uh, dramatically, and I've changed about three or four times. I'm flying out tomorrow, and when I land in Europe, uh, I'm supposed to be heading to one location, but it it looks like I may I may uh, may head into uh, Romania, and I'm trying to be uh, you know careful of, of what I say. Um, I'll switch, you know, gears and, and get over there. But the the original plan was Poland, and then it it turned into the uh, the Romanian border to get into Odessa, a place called Odessa. Then I just heard from my contact or the contact that that I I believe I have over there that Odessa is a mess, and that it's a uh, you know it's uh, you know a uh, well I'll, I'll clean it up, but a crap a crap show is what he said to me. He said, you don't want to go into Odessa. So, you know, again, it's all fluid, but one thing for sure, I'm going to get in. I'll, I'll get in there somehow, some way. And, uh, you know, I, I imagine uh, we'll be covering a lot of the refer- refugee situation and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully some uh, defecting soldiers from the other side. One thing for sure is that I want to keep, I, I want to keep political opinions of, of mine uh, to to a minimum, I want to go there and I want to basically uh, report back. And, and I don't know who's going to be able to get me in or out um, is is a better uh, better question. And on what side it'll be. So the thing is, I'm I'm going in as neutral as you can. We all know what happened, right? It was an aggressive move against a um, you know a, basically an innocent victim. And uh, and and again, I'll leave it I'll leave it at that. But 
for the most part, I'm going and I'm simply going to report back on what I see over there. And, and I'm trying not to be too um, polarizing when, I, when, I'm, uh, when I'm there uh, because it's completely fluid. The situation's completely fluid. But it sounds now like I'm not going in through Odessa or going into Odessa. And, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. But uh, there's, there's a good chance that uh, I'll be going in through Romania at this point. So uh, I don't know. But, I, you know, all I know is that by this time tomorrow I'll be <laughs> I'll be in flight, and um, and you know I imagine I imagine sometime on Friday uh, I'll know exactly what's happening, and I'll probably miss your show on Friday, uh, you know, in transit. But if uh, if something dramatic happens uh, on the ground before I'll call, I'll try to call you from where I am. Uh, but in in general, yeah, it's very exciting. It's very exciting, and and anybody that's listening out there, if they have ideas. Or they have people, or they have stories that they know of people that are uh, that are over there uh, that I contact. You know, set it up because we're where um, everything's fluid, and I'm just gathering contacts as we go. And like I said, it's a it's a fascinating process. Uh, it has the nerves haven't hit me yet, but I'm sure as soon as I hit hit the ground or get a little closer to the border, that it will. And I think uh, you know, in general, you know, listen, I don't have a death wish by any means. Uh, you know, I want to uh, I want to stay safe, but at the same time, uh, you know, we want to get good information, and we want to we want to report back uh, here. You know, and my conversations with the owner, John Caracciolo, he he basically has no agenda. Like I have no uh, no political agenda over there. Uh, he said, just you know, keep yourself safe, and when uh, you know when you have uh, something good, you know, go for it. But he's not trying to steer me towards a certain viewpoint or a certain story and you know i'm not going in that direction either whatever we find over there i'm going to report back and one of the things and again i don't want to sit here and slam the media i'm gonna i'm gonna be amongst the media there but um you know everything that i'm seeing i you know i'm i'm watching with you know with with kind of um uh hopeful thoughts that that they're being straight or whatever but i you know i'm hearing a lot of a lot of conflicting things i'm hearing a lot of wrong information and maybe it's just that it's it, it is so fluid for everyone that everyone's jumping on on uh on, on things as they come out but as far as i'm concerned uh, i'll get a first-hand view of it and i'm, I'm going to be as straight as i can if you hear me being evasive or being guarded somehow uh, it would probably because uh, i'm surrounded by somebody and i don't know what their uh their agenda is or what their uh, their beliefs are, and I'm trying not to not to get into a fight. But I'm trying not to lose my equipment. I'll have film equipment and and audio equipment, and it's just me alone. So um, if you hear me uh, talking, if I'm uh, on location, uh, and that goes for any of the stations that uh, that may be listening to us, um, uh, you know, recorded as as we send this segment out. Um, if you hear me like that, you know, just assume that I'm uh, I'm not in a position where I can speak completely freely. But again, I don't know. For all I know, it's uh, you know it, it's much different than what I'm expecting. But you know, I'm I'm expecting the unexpected. 
You know, again, I want to put it out to the listeners again. We're speaking with Frank McKay. You all know Frank. Frank's on at the 2 o'clock hour. He's on uh, this broadcast every Wednesday. Uh, Frank, and I'm going to go back and say this again. I believe he's the only local reporter from any of the stations here in Nassau and Suffolk County, whether it be a newspaper, uh, television, uh, radio, whatever, that I think, and again, I, I'm going to say this with, with some good authority, uh, will be uh, representing all of the media, particularly here uh, with the home base, and, and Frank's part of our family. Once again, Frank uh, McKay uh, of LA News Radio is taking this trip. Now, I also want our listeners to know, and Frank will, will comment on it, Frank is no stranger to visiting foreign countries. I mean, I think for the most part, he's got a number of the amount of countries that he has visited. He has gone to Central and South America. I've heard of stories of, of going out and fact-finding missions and trying to find out and put himself in the middle of whether it's a world crisis or it's the center of attention. And this is no different, folks. This is the center of the world right now. And that's the Ukraine watching a brutal, brutal dictator killing killing many innocent people and i think it's something to know and one of the other stories that i had heard and, and frank is certainly going to uh be great as our representative boots on the ground so to speak is that a cancer hospital in um and uh in in the ukraine for children similar to what we see here in the united states has now taken itself underground because they can't move these children this uh, oncology ward that existed in this hospital and these poor children are not getting the care that they would normally get because they are uh, trying to avoid the bombs falling down on top of them. And this is uh, absolutely a humanitarian effort. I go with Frank and say that whole idea that not political or anything like that, but it's humanitarian, Frank. Do you see it that way, Frank? This is more of a humanitarian story that the world needs to know. Uh, you know, I, I certainly think so. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's so, again, I hate to keep saying fluid, but that's the word that keeps coming to mind. And, uh, you know, I, I assume that there's going to be just refugee after refugee that I'm seeing. And, um, and, and just every, everything uh, that when you hear the word refugee, you immediately think suffering and, and fleeing and, and so forth. And on top of that, the people that, they're, they're fleeing to their, their homeland. They, uh, you know, they're going to feel all of that. So, you know, the refugee situation is, uh, is, is certainly going to be uh, upon us. Uh, I, I don't know what the latest numbers were. Was that 400,000 or 500,000? But are, are people saying there's going to be 4 million refugees coming out? I mean, that alone is, uh, is startling, and it's going to change the landscape of, of the other countries around there and change the lives of people there. I also plan on, on um, visiting the neighboring countries to see what's, what's going on. What's their reaction? Are they expecting uh, the same situation if Russia is successful and, and go, you know, if they cut through uh, the Ukraine like butter, I mean, are they going next to, uh, you know, Romania? Are they going next to the Slovak Republic or Poland? So, uh, you know, what's the thought out there? And, you know, uh, yeah, it, uh, definitely humanitarian, uh, Tom. It's, it's much more a humanitarian story than, than it is a, a military story. And, uh, you know, good, because, I mean, we're, we're humans. You and I are humans, uh, and we're not military experts. At least I'm not. And, uh, you know, it kind of gives us an equal, um, an equal footing on whoever else is reporting it. I, you know, I've seen... Uh, report and again, I don't want to sit here criticizing reporting, 
but and I've been watching, you know, some news on it. And, you know, this, uh, this, this one broadcaster was showing the three, uh, the, the three soldiers that were, uh, that were smoking the, um, the guys from Ukraine and they had like Rambo looking, uh, outfits type on. And, uh, and the commentator said, you know, when you look at this picture, you realize Russia's in for it and they're, they're in for a real fight. And I thought to myself, and not to be flippant, but, you know, 10 minutes later, a, a Russian column could come in and blow away these four guys. I, you know, like, I, I don't find that to be helpful to, uh, to, to say that these guys dressed like Rambo um, are, are the reason why Ukraine is, uh, is going to put up a fight. I, you know, there's other reasons, but that might not be one of them. That's what I mean. I, I want to get on the ground. I thought that was, I thought that was a silly take on it and it's, it's yes it's romantic you know you're looking at these guys and they look tough and they look cool and everything else but uh, it, you know it's not going to be about that it's going to be about they're fighting for their their homeland they're fighting for their freedom and you know that to me is uh, more of the point um it, it russia's not in it because these guys look cool or these guys look tough i i want to get over there i want to see for myself what i'm uh, what i'm going to observe and and see Rather than you know just get everything from you know getting everything from the the mainstream media, I just don't I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to feel. I don't know whether they know what they're saying is uh, is accurate. And again, uh, there's some terrific reporters on the ground, and and uh, you know very I'm thrilled that they're there. And I just think that going going there and observing and having no political agenda. And just reporting back uh, what I see, um, uh, to me, that's, uh, that will go a long way to just giving some kind of uh, truth to this whole thing. Maybe what we're getting from the media is all perfectly legit or whatever, but we're, we're hearing reports that, you know, there, were, there was a, a column of 40-mile-long column, and then somebody just told me uh, that it was only a four-mile column, which is still tremendous. Um, when you talk about military strength or whatever, but it's a big difference from 40 mile uh, long um, uh, Russian envoy. Uh, you know, let, let's let's see what it is, and I'll try to get as accurate information as I can. And like I said, the only time, the only time that I would be, you know, evasive or uh, or uh, you know maybe guarded is, is if uh, I, I feel like I have to be, and I'm protecting my equipment or protecting whatever. I, I've got to watch my back when I'm over there. And if you hear me uh, reporting something strange sounding, just assume that I can't walk freely. And, uh, and that's what's going on. So anyway, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's exciting. And uh, I'll see what, it, what it's looking forward to it. You know, again, uh, I, I know you know this already, but uh, we we are your base of support back here. So whatever you need at any time, any hour of the day, uh, it, it's just a matter of get, get a quick contact to us to whatever thing that you that you're going to need. Uh, this is a very serious situation. Uh, they uh, the Zelensky government put out that at least two thousand. Uh, Ukrainian civilians have been killed, but the other number, 5,000 Russian soldiers have also been killed in the fighting. So this is not going so well, and I'm calling him a trapped or a cornered rat because that's what uh, uh, Vladimir Putin is. 
and the use of cluster bombs or these cluster munitions and uh, vacuum bombs that essentially uh, vacuums air, oxygen away from human beings. Somehow they invented these horrific weapons and these weapons are out there and they're banned by the Geneva Convention are being used over there. So this is not some easy story for you, Frank. And I know you've been into some hot areas. Uh, we've talked about this. Do you think this is going to be the, the, the top of the heap? For me, for sure. You know, there's, there's no question about it. The, the, the stories that, that are out there, and again, I, you know, like I said on, on the outset, uh, at the outset, uh, you know, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, but it's, it's, it's impossible not to be impressed with um, the, the president and, uh, and the Ukrainian people. But look, Put yourself in their position. If if uh, if the Russians were invading, or if somebody was invading Lindenhurst, or somebody was invading, um, you know, Rocky Point or or North Babylon, uh, you know, you'd you'd be fighting. You'd be out there fighting, and that's that's what's going on now. Is I mean, these these folks are fighting for their lives, fighting for their their freedom, and he's doing the right thing. He's uh, if he's got to, this is one of those times where if you got to die, you got to die, and uh, you know he's. He's doing the right thing by uh, by staying on the ground. I think there was a there was a line, and I'm paraphrasing, but they asked Zelensky uh, if he needed a ride out. And he said, "I don't need a ride out. I need bullets. Get me bullets and get me guns and whatever." And uh, I think uh, that uh, that attitude is just it's called for. And if he could if he could hold this off, if he could pull this off, and uh, and and keep this from being a quick quick work by the Russian army. Uh, he's going to be a heroic figure, and support will come. Uh, I also I, I want to see what the what what the reality is of of the Russian youth uh, being supportive of uh, Ukraine and being critical of Putin. And I think that that that's a big story because if that's happening, even if Putin locks up the uh, the young folks, their their parents are going to rebel. It's uh, it's it's not as easy for Putin as uh, as I, I thought. Uh, a lot of people would think, including myself, I thought it was going to be a much easier, he was going to have a much easier time with it. Let's see how it goes. For all I know, a week from now, he's, he's wiped it all out, but um, we won't know. It's, um, again, uh, we're moving in uncertain territory for the, for the world, uh, certainly for me personally, that's for sure. Certainly a lot has changed in only eight days. Eight days ago, uh, most of those, I think it's up to 650,000 refugees right now. They were going to work. They were going to school. They were living their lives. They were having dinner at 5 or 6 o'clock at night like the rest of us do. Uh, all of that was taking place today. Their lives are turned upside down. You know, we got about a minute left, Frank. Um, gathering from what you're saying, you have it planned out. And, and I would have to say this. There is no, there is no substitute for the truth and to learn what is going on so that we all uh, become better in terms of what it's like to be part of humanity in a human race uh, that believes in what is right and that believes in, in liberty and freedom. Frank, before I let you go, just a you know, final comment. You know, we all, of course, we've got uh, uh, our hopes and our prayers are with you. You know that. And uh, we certainly, everybody uh, wrote in that they wanted you to be safe and, and, and everything like that. But again, it's a, it's a noble cause of what you're taking. I'll let you finish up the segment. Well, I'll just leave, leave you with a thought. I don't know much about St. Augusta, but she had an incredible line, and I'm paraphrasing. She said, uh, truth is like a lion. You never have to defend it. You just have to let it out, and it'll take care of itself. 
and hopefully that's what we'll be doing here. When when I land on the ground, I'll I'll be able to get to the truth of what's going on, and and you know, I'm thrilled for the support, Tom, and I I look forward to reporting back. Once again, Frank McKay uh, leaving tomorrow for the Ukraine to give us a uh, firsthand knowledge of what is taking place. Again, uh, we wish him the best, certainly, and we'll be talking to him uh, during the course of uh, the next week or so uh, to find out what's going on. Once again, uh, Frank, uh, best of luck, and we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you, Tom.